This show is in honor of the victims of the terrorist attack in England this past week and for those brave men and women who have given their lives to defend this country. Undertake the chain, sit in the fire or get cooled like Roman brain. Get this dude love and you got my back. Man, you're so kind and hit that cactus jack. It's Patty Gag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You got to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk at WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with MJP. Hello. Like I said, episode 66. Three more away. Um, Green Man is not here. He is preparing for his indie scene shows this weekend. He has two lined up Friday and Saturday. Uh, BCW and HOG, House of Glory. Got it. Awesome. So, yeah, he's studying the names of these nobodies. So when they do come out, we don't have the chant insert color of their trunks. We can say their names and what they me. do. I guess that's what, I don't know what he's talking about. But. So he's doing his homework. I'm here in the studio doing my job. Let's get to provide a show for you folks. Well, <clears throat> before we go on with the news of the week, I would be remiss. I mentioned it, I think it was only like two weeks ago when Green Man wasn't here. On Owen Hart's birthday, that a couple weeks later will be his anniversary of his passing. Well, that happened this week. 18 years. 18 years, she got one of your kids, got you for 18 years. Ago this past Tuesday, Owen Hart tragically died in the ring at Over the Edge at Kemper Arena in Kansas City, Missouri. You'll never forget the name of that arena. Yeah, he was scheduled to face the uh, godfather for the Intercontinental Champion, Chip, as the Blue Blazer. As we all know by now, the plan was to you know, the dual bla- Blue Blazer Sting-style entrance where he comes in from the Raptors. The mechanism somehow reportedly released too early, and he fell at approximately 78 feet to his death. A moment, a day I will never forget. I'm sure many of you won't as well. It's one of those things that's etched in your memory. It's, you know, it's a sad day. And it's tragic that 18 years later, we're still talking about it. Uh, it still has an impact. And thankfully, his estate, his widow, uh, have reached an agreement with WWE, like reports, I believe, a couple months ago, not even longer, that hopefully maybe uh, someday we'll see Owen Hart in the Hall of Fame, where he's long overdue to be inducted. Well, that's that. I don't want to ramble too long on about the King of Hearts. I probably can spend the whole show talking about him. So let's just conclude this with the 
memorial tribute they played that night. And then we'll get on to the real news of the week, like, you know, bombs and terrorism, you know, the fun stuff. Last night, a tragic accident took the life of Owen Hart. He was 34. There are no words that can express the profound sorrow felt today by so many of us who knew and loved this very special human being. Fans throughout the world shared a small portion of Owen's life through his various ring personas. But to know Owen Hart, the human being, was pure joy. Owen loved this business and loved to entertain both in it and out of the ring. He was a consummate performer and a legendary prankster. In the extended family of professional wrestlers, respect does not come easily and is not taken lightly. Owen Hart had that respect. He was more than just one of the boys. Owen Hart was a friend and a brother to all. Our locker room and our lives will never ever be the same again. A loving son, brother, uncle, husband, and father. Owen is survived by his wife Martha, his son Oge, and daughter Athena. Our prayers go out to them and the entire Hart family with heavy hearts and the deepest of sympathies for his family. We say goodbye. If the legacy of a man's life is measured by the lives he's touched and how much he has loved, then a big piece of Owen Hart will live on in all of us. Rest in peace. Well, let's move on to the action-packed news of the week. But let's make a pit stop first, and let's go visit a friendly neighborhood bartender. See what's going down stairs at the bar. Mike, you there? I must say, very classy tribute. Oh, thanks, bro. How you been? How's everything down there tonight? Uh, not, not bad, not bad. It's a little busy, but uh, it's kind of down that right now. So, you was a uh, big Owen Hart fan, huh? Yeah, man. Big time. He's one of my favorites of all time. You? Nope. Never got into him. What? Never got into him. Thought he was a little lackluster. Lackluster? Oh, I'm sorry. He wasn't one of your faves. What? Bruno San Martino, uh, Buddy Rogers. That, those are the boys you liked, right? Yeah, that's right. Those guys were awesome. They had a certain work ethic about them. And they did not care about the flash. Flash. And the money and the groupies. Groupies? They were in it for the sport itself. How old are you? This is not important. What is important is this week's shot of the week. Oh, yeah? What's the shot this week? Thanks for asking. No problem. This week's shot is called the Jaeger hey, Power. I'm going to hold you there. Huh? What? Not this hey? week, buddy. What's, uh, what's, what are you talking about? What's going on here? This week, I got a drink for you. Come on. Get out of here. I'm the bartender. You're the host. I got the drink for you. Not this week, my friend. Not this week. Are you ready for this? Uh, I guess I was ready for other piece, but I'm telling you right here is there's no drink that you can come up with that I've never heard before. All right. We'll see about that. Ready? Here we go. Yeah, here we go. You take Ciroc Apple. Oh, very good. Very good. Got that? Yes, very good. You mix it with ginger fucking ale. Oh, shut up. Okay. Yeah. That's what I yeah. said. On ice. Stir it. Don't shake it. Don't shake it. Explosion. Bada-bing, bada-boom. There you go. Huh. Not bad, my friend. Right? That's what I'm saying. I just had it before the show. It was delish. Oh, I'm about to make it myself here. Okay. I'll give it to the next lucky patron that walks into my establishment. Spoiler alert, he's going to love it. My thing is I can't think of a name. <laughs> you have Ciroc Apple, which is green. It's true. On the bottle. You have Ginger Ale. Comes in a green bottle. 
Love me some ginger ale. So there's two green things right there. The drink itself, however, is yeah. not green. Yeah, it's true. Can't call it anything green, but it's green in, uh, in the bottles. Exactly. What the hell do we do here, buddy? Well, I was thinking green is usually designated with the Irish. That's true. So maybe something in that vein. Huh. Okay. I'm like, where are you going here? What do you got? Well, you can either do okay. the Bala Bullet. Ooh, okay. I like that. Or hmm, you don't make it into a drink. You do, in fact, make it into a shot. Okay. And call it the Becky Bomb. Ooh, like a Jaeger Bomb. You got it. But can people chug uh, ginger ale? They do it with Red Bulls. Huh. Touche. Anyway, let's start wrapping things up here. We've got a lot of show to get into. Um, you make that drink, both as a drink, shot, and the bomb. Let me know what the patrons think, and uh, let's work on a name after the show. Sounds good. I look forward to it. I'll work on it, and uh, we'll see you after the show. Huh? All right, Mike, take care. Rest in peace, Owen. Uh, thanks. Backlash happened this past weekend, far outperforming anything Raw did two weeks ago on what that was it called? I don't even remember. Ty Dillinger defeated England, Aiden English in the 8 minutes 20 seconds. Uh, Cheesecake knocked him over. Defeated Dolph Ziggler in his debut in 15 minutes and 50 seconds. The Usos, unfortunately, defeated Breeze Dango, a janitor, and a grandmother to retain the tag team championships in 9 minutes and 15 seconds. Sami Zayn defeated Baron Corbin in a surprisingly long 14 minutes and 35 seconds. Natalia Carmella and Tamina defeated Charlotte Flair, Naomi, and Becky Lynch in 10 minutes, 5 seconds. Kevin Owens retained the United States Championship against AJ Styles via countout in 21 minutes and 10 seconds. What's the count? It's been 21, 21 minutes even. Luke Harper defeated Eric Rowan. This is what I'm talking about. 9 minutes even. Well, well done. Well planned out. And Jinder Mohal defeated Randy Orton to become the new WWE Champion in 15 minutes and 45 seconds. The Maharaja. That, 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 didn't, sound, that didn't sound too bad. Probably can't do it again, though. Not going to try. Move on. The backlash was entertaining. Wasn't the greatest pay-per-view I've seen. But, you know, it wasn't the last one Rob performed. That was a call totally trying to blank anyway it sucked backlash has happened it's in the books Let's, we look forward to extreme rules in two weeks and then the real the real thing to look forward to money in the bank four weeks away we'll talk about that later but anyway that's all the BS I have for this week let's get into some news it's in the news with Michael J. Putty Thanks, Larry Legend. We will see you this weekend at uh, BCW at Elks Lodge on Queens Boulevard here in Queens. The world is reacting to a horrific terrorist attack which took place in Manchester, the Manchester Arena in England uh, this past Monday during the Ariana Grande concert. Not only the world reacting, but the wrestling world is reacting as well. Uh, the suicide attack left 22 people dead, including children, and over 60 injured as of this taping, which is earlier than usual. It's on happening on Wednesday the 24th due to our busy weekend. So as of tonight, it is 22 dead, 60 injured. Uh, it is the biggest attack on British soil since the 7-7 transportation attacks in 20, uh, 2005. 
that I also remember very vividly. I was going to a party. The girl I was seeing, she lived at home. I lived at home. Other than Queen, she lived in Bronx. Got a hotel room that night. So I went there early, checked in. I was getting out of the shower. And I saw this. I was like, oh, no, for some reason that's etched in my mind. Walking out of the shower, seeing that on uh, NBC News. Uh, 23-year-old Grande tweeted, quote, end quote, broken. From the bottom of my heart, I am so sorry I don't have words. Well, the WWE had an NXT live event scheduled at the same arena in June and a Raw and SmackDown tapings in November. So they are currently working with the authorities to find out what to do and what's going on. Impact Wrestling has taken the decision to cancel the quote-unquote viewing party that was on Friday the 26th. Um, However, don't get sad, Impact fans. I know you're out there. Jeff Jarrett and Jeremy Borash will still be available for a meet-and-greet. So, yeah, that makes everything better. Although, Jeff Jarrett's pretty cool. Well, many wrestlers are tweeting their condolences. And many of them actually probably performed in the same arena numerous times over the years. Matt Hardy says, and I quote, My thoughts are with all the men and women affected by this horrific Manchester attack. My heart goes out to this great city and country. Jack Gallagher. Terrible situation at the Manchester Arena today. Thoughts and love go out to those affected. Lana, we must speak out. We must stand up. We must remember that love conquers all. My thoughts and prayers are with hashtag Manchester. Barack. Our prayers and strength to the victims and their families involved in this tragedy in Manchester. Stay strong at Ariana Grande. Christian, my thoughts and prayers are with those in Manchester. And Santino Morella. I know you guys are wondering what he's been up to. He uh, he tweeted, thoughts and prayers. It's too common these days. we got to start catching and punishing these animals in a disgraceful manner. Hashtag consequences. Someone went dark there, huh? William Regal finally tweeted, My best wishes to everyone affected by this terrible happenings at Manchester Arena. So, yeah, I mean, that's all you can say. Hor- horrific events. You know, it was an attack. But they knew what they were doing. Mainly young kids attended there, many young girls. And although ISIS hates girls for some reason. I guess they're gay. Who knows? Yeah, I said ISIS is gay. Although, if you're listening, my name is Abel Villamar. I'm the Green Man. Uh, you can tweet me at WWE Green Man. Let's move on. Quickly. In other news. On this week's episode of Dinner with the King, uh, Jerry Lawler and his co-host Glenn Moore, they talked about Owen Hart's death. The King was one of the first people to rush to Hart's side. He goes into detail about the incident from his perspective. He says, and I quote, it just seems hard to believe it's been 18 years since that night because that night is still so vivid in my mind. For some reason, I was looking around as the promo was playing. I glanced up and I was looking around and as the promo was going, I saw something. I couldn't say that I saw it, saw Owen actually fall. I just saw a blur. Then he left the desk to go see him in the ring. And he said, once your heart is no longer beating anymore, I could just see his face turn gray from the tip of his nose all the way down to his face as the blood was settling in his body. I knew, I realized that moment right then that Owen was gone. And this is a very inappropriate song to play, a beat song to play during this report so hmm, whatever so yeah that's the first time I've heard that account from the king sucks so sucks let's finally move on to some happy news in other news Virgil is getting some heat on social media over a comment made about the new champion Jinder Mahal Vin, uh, Virgil was giving a live reaction by tweeting during the backlash pay-per-view one comment got many of his followers upset I guess all three of them 
He wrote, and I quote, I swear, I just saw Jinder Mahal give me a slurpee at 7-Eleven, hashtag WW Backlash. Well, of course, as many of you could imagine, that did not sit well with many of his fans, some tweeting back, at Real Virgil, at somebody else. At least he has a job. What are you doing these days, Virgil, besides pushing your cardboard box from alley to alley? Hashtag burn notice. Uh, the Real Virgil, wow, racist and original. Nice. Yeah, that was Real Virgil, too. So Virgil's in the news. Eh? First time in 66 episodes, eh? In other news. Bear with me on this one. I don't watch NXT, so give me a couple seconds here. During the concluding moments of NXT TakeOver Chicago, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, I can't pronounce his name, uh, turned on his tam Parker, uh, tag team partner Johnny Gargano following their loss to the Authors of Pain. It has been reported that the reason for the split of the popular tag team is because both of them are soon to be called up to the main roster but WWE officials do not want to bring them up as a tag team interesting but speaking of NXT TakeOver Chicago you may have noticed that the brand's general manager William Regal was not seen on the show during a special Facebook live session with WWE's Kathy Kelly mm, nice following the event it was explained by Triple H that the reason for his absence was because he's currently in Japan where he's evaluating potential new talent for NXT. In other news, Impact Wrestling President Ed Nordholm was recently a guest on The Law Live Audio Wrestling this week to discuss amongst a lot of other topics. He touched on the Hardy's legal situation with the company and I quote, I think it's unquestionable that the ownership of the characters in the storyline resides in Impact Wrestling. I don't think even the Hardys would dispute that. They all sign contracts. Their contracts are standard contracts. The person that owns the storyline and the character is the person who invested to take the idea and put it on TV. That's what we did. Impact put those characters on TV and the contracts with those people are indisputably contracts that provide their intellectual property to Impact. Well, he goes on to say he's open to speaking with the Hardys and I quote, of course, of course, I was open to speaking before, and I'm open now. We offered them many times to find an arrangement with the Hardys that would allow them to continue to use the gimmick within reasonable parameters as to what's important to us and what would be important to them. As far as I know, the WWE does not want the gimmick, and indeed, from every conversation I've had with them, I've been told they have no interest in it. We've been in communication because there's all this chatter about how we're keeping it from them. I'm taking heat because I'm keeping something from them. If you want it, why don't you call me? And their answer has been to me each and every time, no, not interested. Well, David Meltzer recently, as of today, updated this story and reports WWE is not getting involved in the situation because they don't want to sit a president by buying a gimmick or an idea from someone else. Matt Hardy is currently actively pursuing acquiring the rights to the intellectual property. Meltzer noted that if the WWE was not interested in the gimmick, they would tell him to stop doing the quote-unquote broken Matt Hardy mannerisms that he's been doing on television since he debuted. They also noted that it is clear that WWE has interest in the gimmick if Hardy can get the rights for it. Right now, however, they have no desire to get involved in the proceedings. That makes sense. Can't fault them for that because just, I would not want to either. In other news... Triple H announced on Twitter this week that the 32 women tournament airing on the WWE Network will be named the Mae Young Classic. 
The tournament is scheduled to take place on July 13th and 14th from Full Sail University with female talents from around the world. Additional information on the May Young Classic will be announced in the coming weeks. In other news, the first ever WWE Women's Money in the Bank match is reportedly going to take place at this year's Money in the Bank. No word yet on participants or if there's any added stipulations, but I will keep you updated as the information becomes available. SmackDown currently has six women on the roster. Uh, so, of course, not counting Naomi, who's champion. Five will compete. Is five a good number? We saw the men's ladder match had five, and they changed it to six. So will they change this to six? Will they call somebody up from NXT, or will they bring up Lana? Is this a good spot to debut Lana at a ladder match? Hmm... Dial it up, 619-343-3005. Boom. Did I even need a cheat sheet on that one? In other news. Brian Pillman Jr. started trading with Rip Rogers at Ohio Valley Wrestling for his professional wrestling debut that will take place later this year. He will reportedly follow in his father's footstep. And just as he promised earlier this year, will likely adopt a high-flying style in order to continue the legacy of his late father's high-risk style of wrestling. For those unaware, this isn't Pillman's first child who's pursued a career in the sport. His stepdaughter, Alexis Reed, was also known as Sexy Lexi Pillman, tried her hand at the sport, but unfortunately and tragically passed away in 2009 in an automobile accident. Uh, best of luck to him. I hope they see him come up to the uh, WWE soon. I just hope if he does, if and when he does, they don't give him a Mike McGillicuddy gimmick. Let him use his Pillman lane. Oh. Do him that favor. In other news, WWER reportedly considering a feud between Rusev and Shane McMahon. Rusev, as we all know, a couple weeks ago released a video demanding Shane give him a WWE Championship shot at Money in the Bank upon his return. The feud will likely culminate in a match at SummerSlam. Speculation would suggest that McMahon may not grant Rusev a title shot, leading to Rusev targeting the SmackDown Live Commission. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. In other news, the ESPN 30 for 30 special on W Hall of Famer Ric Flair will premiere on Friday, September 8th. Set your DVRs. Actually, they don't go that far in. The documentary will, uh, which is expected to run for close to two hours, features interviews with a number of Flair's closest friends and rivals, including Vince McMahon, Triple H, Sting, The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, Mick Foley, Ricky, The Dragon, Steamboat, Jim Ross, Eric Bischoff, Arn Anderson, and the main man, Tolly Blanchard. If it's anything like the XFL one, count me in. In other news. Five Star Wrestling announced on Monday that Rob Van Dam will participate in their 128-man tournament starting June 10th in Liverpool. It's funny how Rob Van Dam signed with Five Star. Eh. The deal is believed to be a lucrative long-term deal. That name sounds familiar because that promotion's owner was also recently offered uh, CM Punk that $1 million contract to return to the ring, as you mentioned last week. In other news, legendary WWE and Impact Wrestling senior referee Earl Hebner recently appeared on the two-man power trip podcast, BC Dubs. That was on the short list of possible names for this podcast. We were thinking like, oh, two-man power trip. Boom. Triple H, Talk Steve Austin's badass. Don't already have it. Uh, he appeared on the show to discuss a number of wrestling-related topics. He was asked, did he think after the night in Montreal, the wrestling business would still be talking about the screw job 20 years later. 
And I quote, no, not at all. Not at all. But it's just one of those things that it's like Hogan and Andre. It was shocking to the world. And believe me, people in Canada still hate me. I have talked to Brett and we are great friends. And we had a couple of personal appearances together. And he hugged me. He hugged my brother Dave. And we all know the deal. I really don't want to get into all of it because, you know, we all know the deal. All right. Touchy subject, huh? He was also asked, will he ever be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame and his opinions on being inducted into the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame. And I quote, it's an honor and since I'll probably never go into the WWE Hall of Fame because we still have problems down the road and it doesn't really matter to me whether I do or don't lie. Anybody that knows me will know who I am. If Vince doesn't ever want to induct me, that's fine. I really think I should be, I should be, but the problem is we still have problems if i never get in that is fine it's no problem with me but people know who i am and i'll let it be my legend of being a hebner and i'll just base it on that this guy wants in bad in other news see how easy it is to listen to the song without chanting you suck no problem no desire to Great song, great beat. Just like that, folks. Just like that. 2K announced as part of its earnings report that WWE 2K18 is officially confirmed to release this fall. Not much else is known about the upcoming game yet, but we can expect further details at this year's SummerSlam or at the E3 in June. There's also speculation regarding its platform coverage, with some sources saying it will feature only on the Xbox One and PS4 and will no longer support and release on the quote-unquote last-gen consoles, the 360 and PS3. Sucks for those guys. Does anybody have an Xbox 360 or PS3 anymore? I have a PS3, but I have an Xbox One. There's got to be somebody out there with both of them. In other news. Axis. AXS? Axis, right? Or is it Axis? Hmm. They announced that the New Japan's pro wrestling debut in the United States will be broadcast live on TV on their Axis TV, Axis, AXS TV on Saturday, July 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Night 2 premieres in its entirety on Friday, July 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern. The historic broadcast is Axis's TV, Axis's, Axis's. Axis's TV's first live New Japan Pro Wrestling broadcast and marks the promotion's biggest step into the U.S. market. In other news. And finally tonight, Fox has released the first look video of the second season of John Cena's Fox show, American Grit, on their YouTube account. The new season will premiere on June 11th. So I taped every episode of season one. I never watched one episode, never got around to it, never got had time. And I had plenty of time, but never never felt like watching it. Heard it was good. Coworker of mine watched it. She loved it. Said it was a great show. So, if you liked American Grit, you know, mark your calendars. June 11th. You'll be really excited. That's all the news I got this week. Burned right through. Fantastic. Making great timing. Take a little break. Let me have another one of those uh, Baylor Bullets, as Kurt Angle would say. Small alert. And we'll be right back.
A shot of wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown here and here. So, I tried my best to find things to talk about on Raw. Got a couple. Unlike last time, which was crickets, there's a couple things to talk about this week. Cheers, first and foremost. Cheers amongst cheers. The return of old school gold dust. That was cool. Good for him. I don't report on this show. I know how long ago it was, but there were reports not that long ago, but a couple years ago, I guess, that he was in line for a big push, which will lead to an eventual feud with John Cena for the title. Until he got released or he got injured or both. So maybe this is the start of big things for Goldust. He's old. He's up there in age. But uh, good luck to Goldie. It was eh, sort of throwback. The director's chair, the, the intro, the music, the movie terminology. Excited to see where this thing goes. Something exciting on Raw to watch. Well, that's it. There's a heel. Kurt Angle doesn't even know the name of Superstars. At the end, he kept calling, uh, not kept, did it once. Uh, Finn Balor, Finn Baylor? At the college? The Y? B-A-L-O-R with an uh, accent over the O, right? Or A? Mm. It's Finn Balor, not Baylor. Shank Man or Daniel Bryan never screw up names. Take note of that. My next heel is something that's annoying. Talking about Raw, so that doesn't narrow it down. But my next heel is this. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Paul Heyman, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. You catch that? You catch why I healed it? Float it up one more time. And one more time. Defending. Yeah? Really? Defending. Get the fuck out of here. He's not defending anything. Next time he's going to defend it for the first time, after a title he won almost two months ago, is going to be July? Another two months away? Don't give me this defending BS. He's quote-unquote reigning. He's not defending. Drop that, please. Ugh. Then we got Enzo Moore getting attacked yet again. Many people believe it was going to be Big Cass. I was one of those people. And then you see during a backstage interview with Sasha Banks, these two guys walk in the background. I thought it was weird. Didn't know who they were. But I thought it was weird how they don't usually... They usually do that better. They usually plan that out better. And that happened. There's probably a reason for that to happen. Turns out it was the revival. So it was a nice slow build for them to come back while they come back from injury. Could it be them? Could it be Big Cass? We'll see what happens. Hmm. But Jer- Jericho had a... Uh, didn't write this down, so bear with me while I think about this off the top of my head. Jericho had a... He was interviewed somewhere. I don't know where. He was asked about the Cruiserweight division. And he had an idea of how to save it because the cruiser, Cruiserweight division is, you know, nothing. Doesn't really mean anything. Nothing happens. Nothing going on. They're trying. A for effort. But it's not really coming off well. 
He's saying make Enzo Amore a cruiserweight and give him the belt and let them chase him. Interesting, huh? Enzo Amore as the face of the cruiserweight division? That's just his two cents. If you agree, disagree, dial it up. 619-343-3005. Also, like, Hardy's picked a steel cage stipulation for extreme rules. It's not really extreme. And it's probably going to be boring. There's a bunch of spots for Jeff at the top of the cage. Been there, done it, seen it. Not impressed, not excited for that match at all. Also, because I fast-forward older matches anyway, so... Whatever. This is where Green Man chimes in, but he's not here. Also, I'm not going to lie, though. It was cool seeing Roman Reigns and other guy, Seth Rollins, on the same page, on the same team. Nice throwback to the Shield era. And oh, Dean Ambrose on that show. There's got to be a reunion coming up sometime. They did it when Ambrose was on SmackDown. They got to do it soon while all three of them on the same show. Nothing to look forward to on Raw. Besides Goldust, the Shield reunion. And uh, that's pretty much it. Way too long. Let's move on to SmackDown. SmackDown. Here we go. Far better. What a what a difference. It's like night and day. It's like WWE and Impact. Dropping Impact for those of you who couldn't catch up, Green Man. Let's heal Cheesecake. Cheesecake being in the Money in the Bank ladder match. He's had one match on the main roster. But he was in that match. But yet Kevin Owens, who's been here for a couple of years and is the current United States champion... Had to quote unquote plead his case to get in. That makes no sense. Weird booking. I think he would be in before Cheesecake. However, a couple weeks ago, I gave it infinite heel, and someone obviously heard me. I'm going to cheers, Cheesecake, for listening to me, or whoever is listening to me right now, a few weeks ago, because did you notice in the opening? Did you notice? He finally, finally removed that mouth card. That stupid mouth card was not in his mouth while he talked and cut a promo. Even backstage with AJ Styles, he had it in his mouth. He took it out to speak. Uh, finally some manners, finally some class. Couldn't make a difference. Didn't understand the word he said anyway. But yeah, someone's listening. Good job. Uh, can you please bring back bikini matches? Lingerie matches? If someone's listening, you know, shits and giggles. Chill. Breeze Dango. My man Breeze, my men Breeze Dango. For beating the Usos in those single matches, it was quick. With a little com- uh, comedic timing, nice distractions, the roll-up of death. They both won with a roll-up. Great. And then they convinced the Usos... Put the titles on the line, and they have a great, great match. Better than the one on the pay-per-view. And they came so close. That's why I put the heel in this shield, because, ah, oh man, it would have been a great, great moment to see them win. But not yet. Hopefully soon. Hopefully this isn't the end of the Fashion Files, which I hope it's not. Oh, man, please don't get rid of the Fashion Files. But also, speaking while we're on this match, I got to cheers that impromptu tag team title match not just happening, not coming out of thin air, not them making it themselves or not having an announcer say it or having somebody come out from the back, but actually showing Mike Yoda, senior referee, going to the headset to talk to what we presume to be Shane McMahon backstage, actually get an official word 
on this match. Yo, he doesn't always just announce it. Like, uh, Titus O'Neil on Raw just announced the match. But here on SmackDown, we buy the rules, and they actually showed how it's done, which we've never seen before. That was cool. SmackDown's awesome. My final cheers is that badass Punjab celebration for the 50th WWE champion Jinder Mahal, the modern-day Mahalaja. Nope, lost it. Better the first time. I think I'm on the minority here when I am say I'm happy Orton didn't interrupt it. Um, and I let it play out. Kind of meant more. But yeah, that's SmackDown. Um, I think Green Man's mentioned this in the past. Green Man has mentioned this in the past. Me and him and I joined the fraternity in college. Taps on fine. Tap, tap, tap. When I joined, a uh, pledge brother of mine, they gave him the name Taj. Because he's Indian. He was born and raised in India. And that Van Wilder movie just came out. So me and him are pretty close. He moved away, but we're still keeping touch. And when this whole thing happens, he's somebody I thought of. Get his opinion as a real native Indian. I get his two cents. He used to watch wrestling. I don't, he had a baby recently, so he kind of fell off the uh, radar, so to speak. But I shot him a message and asked him to get his two cents. I sent him the video of the Punjab celebration. Get, like, what, what do you think? What his take on it was? I told him to dial it up, 619-343-3005. Of course, he did not. Like many of you, you don't. You text or comment. He texted me back. He says, this is Tosh, my pledge brother, born and raised Indian. From India. Not the native one. From India. And I quote, I just saw the video you sent. Here's my hot take. This guy's already giving himself an own segment. Awesome. This Jinder Mahal thing, I got not doing the accent. Because that's disrespectful. So, I know Green Man would, but I'm not going to do that. We're straight business here tonight. This Jinder Mahal thing makes uh, looks more like just filler until they figure out what they really want to do. This is no way looks like a push to promote WWE in India. If so, then he wouldn't be bashing the United States in the process. It's quite embarrassing, actually. It looked more like they were making fun of my country. If this were a true, truly a push to promote WWE in India, then I hope people in India don't watch. And the big reason it wouldn't work is that the guy strictly speaks Punjabi. He's only appealing to like 4-5% of the population. Hope you guys weren't looking for a happy psych response because that is not at all how I felt watching it. Sorry, brah. No problem, brah. Great. Great input. Uh, great raw reaction to the video you never saw before. A great character you probably never saw before, at least in a couple of years. But yeah, this guy from India, born and raised, is embarrassed by that. Uh, what do you call it? Segment. By this character. And reported he's getting this push because they want to promote India, the product over in India, and he's just saying the exact opposite. So we know somebody's listening. Make sure you take note. Taj has a good point. Well, I said we're doing the show on a Wednesday because of all the events going on this weekend. So we do not have the ratings for Impact, which have been going up, except for last week, have been going up steadily. No, it's not going up steadily. Raw. Raw drew a 2 point. 615 million viewers. This is down from last week's 2.751 million. It also marks the fourth week in a row that Raw has not managed to break 3 million viewers. In fact, this marks a new low for 2017. It seems like this is one of the, you know, the news for ratings and viewership for Raw every week. It just it goes down. 
Raw was number five on cable for the night in viewership, falling behind the NBA playoffs. Shepard Smith, Tucker Carlson, Hannity. Raw was number five in 18 to 49 demographic, falling behind the NBA playoffs, Love and Hip Hop, Street Outlaws, and Basketball Wives. Oh, excuse me there. It's always Fox News people in these ratings, breakdowns. Or I read this week that MSNBC was number one for the first time in years. Beat Fox News, beat CNN. So good job, MSNBC and my girl Rachel Maddow. SmackDown drew a 2.328 million, which is up from last week's 2.175 million for the Backlash Go Home show at this point. With the ratings and viewership seeming to hit new lows week in and week out, this week seems a slight uptick and is no doubt some good news for the blue brands and Tuesday night in general. SmackDown Live was number eight in viewership on cable for the night, falling behind the NBA playoffs inside the NBA. Tucker Carlson, Michael Rachel Maddow, Hannity, The Five, and Special Report. Like I said last week, never heard of most of these shows. SmackDown Live was number three. In the 18 to 49 demographic, falling behind the NBA playoffs and inside the NBA. Interesting to see where things go after the playoffs are done. Uh, it's also interesting to note that while Raw lost viewers again, SmackDown managed to gain some. Maybe that's nothing to learn something from SmackDown, huh? Yeah. SmackDown, clearly, clearly the A show. And with that being said, we're going to forego your break here and just power right through it because we're almost ready to wrap things up so talk about Owen Hart we talked about the terrorist attacks and there's a lot of shit going on in this world right now that's especially with the president and that current situation that current mess and there's a quote that's been floating around I'm sure most of you know it by now we'll pass it along Mr. Rogers my neighbor Mr. Rogers he said and I quote when I was a boy I would see scary things in the news my mother would say to me look for the helpers, you'll always find people who are helping, and that's exactly what happened Monday night. That's exactly what happens always. So that's a great quote to pass along, to live by. Mr. Rogers still educating well after he's gone. With that being said, I'm done. There's no voicemails this week because we're doing the show earlier than usual. Most people call in last minute. So there's no voicemails to play this week. Still time to go home. This show is from the fans and for the fans. Got it. Nice. Uh, you can reach us at Shot of Wrestling on Instagram, Shot of Wrestling on Facebook, Shot of Wrestling No A on the Tweeters. Oh, that's all we got, right? Yeah. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Yeah, that's it. Uh, if you're going out this weekend to these indie shows, you know them by now, probably better than I do. Freeman, like I said, doing his homework. He'll know everybody. And uh, say hi to Green Man. Don't say hi to me. I don't like people. Say hi to Green Man. He's a guy, you know, in green. And that's it. That's, uh, that's all I got for this week. Nice, quick, quick show. I do have work tomorrow, which sucks. But like I said, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. And let's try to end. And then a high note, a funny note. Let's try to lighten things up as we go out till next week. The Rock hosted SNL for the illustrious fifth time, joining the exclusive Five Timers Club. I believe that was the highest rated show in like six years. So good for The Rock, good for Katy Perry, who was smoking on. And he brought back a recurring 
character he did, he, uh, did last time he hosted. I think it's only the second time he's doing it. Uh, Coco Watch Out. Coco Watch Out is a professional wrestler for the WWE, and they're cutting promos against. I forgot the other guy's name. But yeah, and they're just running through promos, running lines, and see what works, see what doesn't work. And it's kind of funny. It's kind of stupid, kind of silly, but kind of funny, especially what's going on. It's lighthearted, something to take your mind off shit. So let's end on a high note. Hopefully, it gives you a laugh. And until next week, party out. Okay, moving on to the next promo. Uh, let's get our next two wrestlers in there Coco Watch Out and Trash Yard Mutt. Woo! All right. Good to see you, man. Good to yeah. see you again. How you hey. doing? Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, good, good to see you. Right back at you, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, it's a normal 30 second promo. Uh, we can start whenever you are ready. Great. Thanks, man. Hey, uh, fair warning, I might get a little harsh with some of the stuff I say. It's uh, just kind of my thing. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, completely understood, man. Well, let's, let's have a good one. And now, oh, uh, give me all you got. Yeah, great. Okay. All right, all right man. All right. <laughs> I'm here with our main event competitors, Coco Watchout and Trash Yard Mutt. And it doesn't get much uglier than the rivalry between these two. Isn't that right, Mutt? You're darn right. And when I get my paws on him, it's going to be dinner time for old Mutt. And it looks like tonight's main course is a big, heaping, sticky pile of loser. What do you have to say to that, Coco? Well, let me tell you something about this guy. He's shooting blanks. He's been trying to get his wife pregnant for two years, and he cannot get it done, and it's putting a lot of stress on their marriage. Yeah! Yeah, well, I'm going to put some stress on you in that ring. I'm going to mess you up. I'll tell you what's messed up. This guy's sperm. They don't have tails. They're just little heads. The doctor said he's never seen that before. And the only bun this guy's putting in the oven is a Cinnabon because he's not fertile. Well, you here, heard it here first. Trash Yard Mutt is sterile, and it all gets settled this Sunday at WrestleMania. And cuts. Oh, oh that was good, right? You, you go with that one? No, not really, man. No. <laughs> no, I told you that in private. Okay, maybe we could talk more about, like, wrestling stuff, okay? And, like, less emotional stuff. Okay, wrestling stuff, yeah. less emo- Okay, all right, cool, 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 okay. Hey, great note. Thanks. All right, uh, promo take two, and action! I'm here with Coco Watchout and Trash Yard Mutt, and it doesn't get much uglier than the rivalry between these two. Isn't that right, Mutt? Oh, yeah! And Lord help him when I come flying down from that top rope with my double donkey drop! <laughs> oh. Actually, Mutt, you're not flying anywhere because you're on the no-fly list. Because the last time you flew, you took a dump so bad they had to turn a plane around. They heard the noise and thought it was a bomb. An 80-year-old woman fell into a coma and she still hasn't woken up. At one point, you tried to blame it on a soldier returning home from Afghanistan. How did you know about that? I know everything about you, Mutt, because I hacked into your laptop, and I've been watching you. That's how I found out what a big Katy Perry fan you really are. Oh, no. Roll the tape. Don't roll the tape. California Cooking. Uh, 
You guys, you guys happy? No. Yeah. No. I'm unhappy. Oh, but you said you you said I should just go after yeah, you, well, man. Yeah, well, don't. Okay, just keep it to generic stuff. Okay, like how I'll be crying for my mama or something silly. Okay, okay, yeah, sure. Great. Cry for your mama. Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, hey, again, great note. Thanks. Take three and action. I'm here with Coco Watch Up and Treasure Mutt. And when I get through with this guy, he'll be crying for his mama. Or at least for the woman he thinks is his mama. Because he thinks don't know he's adopted. Why are you doing this, Steve? See, your birth mother was part of a government experiment to produce the perfect child. To the surprise of the scientists, the embryo split and twins were born. You and me. That's right, Mutt. We're twins, and you're the DeVito. What? We've been wrestling together for years. Why wouldn't you tell me? I was saving it for this promo. Oh, oh, and I asked Mom if she wants to meet you, and she said, nah, I'm good. What is happening? And that's not all. You know how your wife said she was going to meet her friend for lunch last week? Yeah, oh, no. Well, she actually went to the fertility clinic, and guess what? Not only is she pregnant, but you'll never believe who the sperm donor is. Oh, boy. I'm Coco! <laughs> Your unborn baby is both my nephew and my son, oh, and you had no idea! Oh, I'm gonna be sick, <laughs> And that's what the Coco is cooking! Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody.